real chills. Real scary. Real silly. Real stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Real Chills. I'm super excited for this story today. We have Matt Stanton. Okay, so (laughs) thank you. Ever since (laughs) I was a little kid, for whatever reason, uh, my friends would never come to my house in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. I always had to go to theirs. So I'd hang out to like 10 or 11 at night. Uh, You know, it's relatively young. I'd always have to walk home. And whenever I would walk home, I would get (laughs) on the top of this hill and I would think that a wolf man was coming after me. Oh, I don't know why. It had this feeling. So I would usually run like the last 10 houses. <laughs> I don't know why this happened. It was always like the old timey lawn chainy uh, wolf man, like where he had sweatpants <laughs> on. I don't know why wolf men wear sweatpants, but they did. So I've always had that in my life. We never had a dog. I mean, I have a dog now that I'm obsessed with. Just never had one. Never had a problem with dogs or wolves or anything like that. Anyway, that was like when I was younger. So for the past, well, last week was my 16 year anniversary of being a road comedian. I would always drive because I never, I made enough money to do the shows, but not enough to fly. So I <laughs> drive all the time. So I would love to do long drives at nighttime, especially like uh, they used to give you an option of we'll give you $50 or you can stay in this crappy hotel. Mm-hmm. So I would always take the $50 and just drive in the middle of the night and come home. Mm-hmm. And, I, and at night, I would listen to like, like, I'm a punk rock kid, but nighttime, I would always listen to like Modest Mouse or, or a band of horses, like real like mellow kind of music. It was mm-hmm. always fun. And this one particular day, I was driving uh, from Atlanta, Georgia to Cincinnati, Ohio. It's like eight and a half hours. So I was like, you know, show's over at 10. Let's just whatever. I drove home. So I was going, if anyone's ever been on I-75, Kentucky and Tennessee state line, there's this giant hill. It's like Kentucky, it's kind of down and then it's flat. And then you have to go up this giant 5,000 feet of Tennessee. <laughs> it's almost like the people in Kentucky were like, I ain't walking up that Tennessee, can I have it? So <laughs> that's, like, that's like the boundary. So I was going up this hill, it's probably 3.30 in the morning and the very crest of, well, I guess it'd be a mountain because it's tall. The very crest on the side of the road, there was this giant wolf just staring at me. I was the only one on the expressway. Mm. It's been all night. There's not many people. And I'm good with like ratios and perspective. Like I'm a tall guy, so I can tell how tall <laughs> things are. It was four <laughs> feet tall. It was huge. Like, wow. you know, someone five one is like, oh, that thing's huge. I'm like, yeah, everything's big deal. You're a tiny person. <laughs> <laughs> but this wolf, giant, like I hadn't seen Game of Thrones yet, but it's like what a dire wolf mm. looks like. It mm-hmm. was big and it was just looking right at me. And I was so scared. Like I'm not a smoker, but to explain the visceral feeling, like the pins and needles in your lungs, like when you get smoke accidentally. Like, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like I was just like, Ugh. it uh-huh. was so terrifying. It was like looking through me. Whoa. I don't know. I've done dog walking. I don't know if you've ever been with an akita people mm-hmm, talk about mm-hmm, pit bulls mm-hmm. being scary no akitas mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. those hollow eyes and like if they bite you you're oh it was i okay i was walking an akita and it wanted a treat <laughs> so it hit me on the ankle and i literally went this is how it ends That's like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, know, I was like i just said that out loud so like this was twice the size of that but it had the same 
uh, like it was Whoa. too big. And I was so scared. I went home, uh, you know, hours later, because I was like worried for a while. And I looked it up and uh, there are not wolves in Tennessee or Kentucky. ones at that point were like northern Michigan. And they were only, they're only about a foot and a half, like to the hip. It's only about a foot and a half. So this is three times bigger. And it was there. I was so <laughs> about you. I've never seen it again, but yeah, apparently they don't exist there. But that day it decided to uh, stare at me on I-75. Whoa. And I'm still scared of it. <laughs> it still haunts you. <laughs> yes. Damn. Wow. That is so cool. No sweatpants on him, right? <laughs> no. There are the dry Wow, ones. that's rude. He's, yeah. Yeah. Just, I know. Like free so ball everywhere. Flashed, nonetheless. <laughs> damn did he like just stare you down the like he didn't run away or anything like you just drove no, past just him? stare like like you should be scared of me not the other wow it's so intimidating wow wow that's crazy okay. and that was the only time you've ever seen anything like that only time that's yeah it was so creepy and i've driven past there again and every time i just get this nervous feeling like it's gonna happen again he's probably around still yeah have yeah, you ever like done like not, a Google Maps, like Google Earth situation to see is there like a graveyard there? Is there anything like in that area? It's weird. There's an exit, but I think it's only for like to fix the road because it's where it like huh. it's where Kentucky and Tennessee essentially, I guess they decide, okay, you get this side, we get this side. Yeah. So there's nothing there. There's no people. Yeah. There, I mean, there's nothing extra to it. It's just, I don't know. It was just there hanging out. That's wild. I have so many thoughts. This is <laughs> awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to start, Meg, because as usual, I've made a list. Um, you can start this one. I like the, the part of you have this childhood fear and then out of nowhere, it like manifests itself as like a real thing that you see. But you're also like, of all the fucking things I could see with my mm-hmm. eyes, it has to be this thing that I have a fear of internally. Mm-hmm. I think that's super interesting. Um, can we just talk about how I don't know if you've seen the show Hellier. Meg's going to strangle me through the uh, end show. I don't know. I don't know this show. Long story short, there's all this weird stuff that happens like in Kentucky, West Virginia, like in those places because they're tied to the mammoth cave system. So people have all these like crazy ass stories and they're convinced that things are like coming out of the caves and there's just like more wilderness there than people expect there to be. Right. So I totally. Well, that's where I grew up. I actually grew up in well, northern Kentucky, but we would uh, camp down in that area. They do. That's the first time I ever in that Mammoth Cave area. There are a lot of bats. Mm-hmm. That's something that will be like creepy. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So I know that I know that area, and then a little more south. Actually, one of my friends, Mike Kalinsky, was in a show that's on Amazon Prime now. Oh. It's in Arkansas. It's called Bog Creek because apparently Bog Creek, they have like a Bigfoot type yep, creature. Yep. Mm. So that's, I mean, within that, I know it's like 500 more miles, but is yes, that wooded, but like a, a weird wooded area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I get what you mean. The first season of Hellier was that uh, these paranormal investigators going to look for goblins in Kentucky because there were all these like <laughs> stories that they had done research on of like people seeing like these weird little creatures coming out of caves and they're like, are goblins extraterrestrials it was 
it's still one of my favorite shows right we now. should well, literally we just change this podcast to the hell your podcast because we hell talk you're about it one fan. every single time <laughs> well the thing that's but, interesting though is that um one of the like uh paranormal hypotheses is that places where like people cross things or like crossing from one state to another is like a thin place so mm-hmm. weird shit can happen like weird shit just like seems to statistically happen more often in those types of places so the fact that it's on the border like also is interesting it's pretty cool yeah a creature that's not supposed to be there near the border that is pretty close to the cumberland gap i would say it's less than 50 miles away and that was the big part like one of the uh when they went west like mm-hmm. simon kenton and daniel boone they went through there mm-hmm. so i guess that's possible right yeah funnel in the weird now are you in ohio now i'm in san diego california okay because but you were driving back to ohio at the time right yeah because i also thought of do you remember when that guy let all of his animals out was that in ohio yes that was in zanesville ohio which is in between pittsburgh and columbus uh (laughs) yeah that was I'm just saying, yeah. um, maybe it wasn't, it wasn't that guy, <laughs> but maybe it was them. like, maybe it was, he let him out. yeah, <laughs> someone let out the wolf, you know, but that's a big wolf. You're saying four, four feet, like standing on all four paws, like, yeah, like right? the hip. So yeah. then that would make it like six and a half, seven feet. Yeah. That's like, humongous. Long-wise. Huge. That's yeah. Yeah. That's why he was staring you down. He could, he could take you in a fight. I think he could take you in your so. car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a Honda fit a little. Well, it's also interesting because there's a lot of mythology with like dog like stuff. I think we talked about this in the cast. We, we have a cast, maybe the Ellie one episode where um, I was talking to my brother-in-law and his dad is not superstitious at all. Doesn't believe in anything, but is convinced that coyotes have magical powers and like the, the power basically that he thinks they have is like, is one time he was out in the mountain with like a, a friend, I guess. And he, they saw a coyote and as they made eye contact, him and his friend couldn't move until the coyote stopped making eye contact with them. They're like frozen. And who knows? That could be like a fear response. You know what I mean? Like you're just yeah, scared. Yeah. A predator but, response. Yeah. But they were convinced it was something more supernatural. Like there's something, you know what I mean? So it's also interesting that this thing like stared you down. Which might just be like an animal thing, though. I don't know. Well, in San Diego, the term coyote refers to a person who gets someone from Mexico to America. So right when you start that story. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Bright Eyes has a song about it and everything. Oh, Uh, wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. Coyotes are so little. I don't know. I would stop because they're adorable. I know. I would love to see a coyote. I like coyotes. Scrappy little scavengers. They make terrible noises, though, right? They're like foxes. They like yell. They scream at you. Yeah, they're adorable. <laughs> Again, the cutest. <laughs> they just they just don't want to admit they thought a coyote was cute. That's, That's probably what it is. Yeah. They wanted to pet it, is why they sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the color of the wolf? Um, let's see. It was like more the standard gray, because Wolfman, for you uh people who are all about the Wolfman, he's a uh, more brown, a darker color. Yeah. I think as he's German, I don't know, he's a hairy German <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah. I'm halfway a, a hairy German guy. Well, we're on Zoom, but you can see my, I'm turning into a wolf. <laughs> like an but uh, yeah, it was a little more gray. And now, I don't even think Game of Thrones had started yet. That's because it was like nine years ago. But when I saw a dire wolf, I was like, oh my God, that's what that's it was. It. <laughs> yeah. So 
Mm. Well, because the other thing too is like the mythology of the black dog is like a big thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you see a black dog, it's a harbinger of bad things or death, but because it was a gray wolf, that's just so interesting, right? Like Mm -hmm. did anything, do you remember anything particularly like great or bad happening in the period of time after you saw it or just life is normal? I would say life was pretty normal. Uh, Let's see. I was 27 years old. Uh, yeah, it was just the usual being a, a poor comedian. I would say it's, <laughs> so you know, everything was about the same. <laughs> yeah, my life is marginally different since then. Man, this is amazing. I'm so I'm really into cryptids. I don't know. Do you know much about like cryptozoology type stuff? I do like cryptozoology. Yeah, yeah. mainly because it's a great multi-syllable word. Yeah, it's fun to say. It's got all the yeah. good letters. And then when you find out what it is, you're like, oh, that sounds really smart. And then you find out and you're like, oh, that's kind of dumb. Like, it's kind of awesome, but also... It falls, I'm sorry, it falls into the realm of this world where like, wait, that does sound intelligent. It's just like the people who do like uh, perfumes to fix like injuries and stuff. We're like, yeah, that sounds cool. It sounds like someone who tried to go into like a smart field and then they weren't smart enough. So like, I'm going to make my own field. That's exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Failed zookeepers. Like, you know what? I'm going to make my own animals up. (laughs) Yeah. Cause one of the things I used to follow this blog and they would cover all elements of cryptozoology. So even just regular things like I think it was in Japan, there was a, like a dog wolf species that had gone extinct. I think it was like related to the dingo or something like that, but it was in Japan, somewhere in Southeast Asia. And then they found it again. So there had been some kind of population that had just been like out of reach and like not tracked or like not documented for like almost a hundred years. So that was like technically a cryptid or like anytime they discover new frogs they've never found before like that is a cryptid until they find it and they can prove it's like a thing so what was it like the snow leopard was originally like a cryptid because they could not get it on camera but everyone kept saying they were seeing this like all white leopard yeah and then not super recently but recently they finally got it on camera and they're like oh this is a real animal it's not a cryptid yeah same with the giant squid when Mm -hmm. the giant squid was like first caught on camera Everyone was just like, it's real. Like, <laughs> like now, yeah, now we damn. can believe a kraken is real because we're like that step closer, right? I can't even get into thinking about what is actually in the bottom of the ocean because <laughs> you don't even see giant squids and they're giant. So like, what else is, anyway, I hate the ocean. No, thanks. Hard pass. That's what they, that's what they did with the new, uh, the new Godzilla. Like when they repurposed it in America, which I love Godzilla, <laughs> uh, they, uh, yeah, they would say it, there was more uh, like natural blue or uranium, natural uranium at the bottom of the ocean. That's why we don't see Godzilla. And then there was an attack and that's why he came up. Wow. So, well, yeah, I know like the Marion uh, Trench, it's like seven miles deep. Like you can't see anything. Most human things will get crushed. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, there, there's totally a lot of spooky. There has to be, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sometimes I feel like there's probably like a whole civilization of like the exact opposite of humans just hanging out at the bottom of the ocean. That'll what is never the opposite see of a human? You know, like it can handle the water pressure. It breathes water, not ah. air. It's peaceful. <laughs> 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 no, but yeah, like it just looks exactly different than, you know what I mean? Like, cause it's evolved down there. 
mm-hmm. but it can't find ways to get to us either. And when that day happens, we're all screwed. It just gets the bends. Yeah, like, like it gets yeah. the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Well, this is awesome. I'm yeah. really, uh, I'm really interested to hear if you ever have a follow up. I want to know because. And also, I'd be curious to know, like, if over time people have had more sightings of wolves in that area. In that area, yeah. We should have looked into that. I have, I look it up and nothing totally comes up. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do know with uh, migration because of uh, global warming total hopes. No, with global (laughs) warming, different species are going different areas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but I hear I haven't heard as much about mammals. I'm hearing more about you know like how alligators are now a little more towards like Savannah, Georgia. Like they're creeping up that way. Yeah. So you know I guess it would make sense maybe if one's shifting one way, the mammals would have to go somewhere. But mm-hmm. gentrification, know, man, what a bitch. <laughs> Make all the coyotes move because the wolves buy up the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Well, nice. Well, thanks for sharing that story. That's, yeah, I'll be thinking about that. I've, as a child, wolves were my favorite animal. So I'm a little jealous if I'm being completely honest. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So did you go to like the Gatlinburg or something and get the wolf pictures or everything? I know they were big with tipsters like five years ago. Like, I like, um, why I went with my family to Alaska. And so I saw some wolves up close and I didn't have like any like personal spiritual wolf connection, but just as a kid, like in the nineties, I just like wore wolf t-shirts all the time and turquoise jewelry. So, so, so you were team Jacob, I'm assuming yeah. that's a reference, right? <laughs> Absolutely. hundred <laughs> percent. Were you? Yeah. I mean, he was the way less creepier option until he, until he fell in love with a child prince with a child. Yeah. That was a forever child. Well, he was five foot tall. So maybe <laughs> he's, he's like, Most of us, i.e. comedians, treat open mics as a necessary evil. But not Silas P. Every week, Silas talks to a veteran of the sights, sounds, and smells of the Philly open mic scene, sharing stories of momentary triumph and lingering failure with enough shit talk sprinkled in to make you listen to hear your name. I'm like 35% sure that I'm in there. So pay attention, hang out in the room, and maybe you'll learn why you got bumped on the launching pod. Well, I loved hearing about your story, and it got me thinking about the types of animals that might we might think like don't exist anymore, or like they're in places where they shouldn't be. So I want to tell you about a rise of sightings of flying dinosaurs in North Carolina. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay i'm ready this is really recent like you know i was because at first i was like you know what? i really like the mythology behind thunderbirds i'm gonna look that up and as i started doing research on that one tangent like one of the top things that came up for me was this article from august 9th 2020 because why the hell not in this year right <laughs> it came, it's a really recent article and it's um you know North Carolina has its own different cryptids, right? It has the lizard man. It has the Norman monster. There's like Bigfoot skunk ape type creatures in North Carolina that have been rumored to be sighted. But lately people are saying they're seeing pterodactyls. Just seeing pterodactyls. Just straight up pterodactyls. Yeah, just seeing them. We should check on North Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if they're okay. (laughs) Um, This cryptozoologist, Jonathan Whitcomb, 
Uh, he has written several books, but he published an article detailing some people's stories about more recent sightings. He said that my associates and I believe these are not extinct pterosaurs, what many persons would call pterodactyls or flying dinosaurs. There's one of the people who reported seeing this was a, a vet a veterinary technician so somebody hmm. who like has studied animals enough to like probably know the difference between like a really big bird and something they can't explain she said that on january 4th of 2020 near raleigh she saw a flying creature that had no feathers had a long tail it had a diamond-shaped bulb and it had a crested head so in her mind she thought you know, it's not a bird because there's no feathers, which I feel a suspect because the more we learn about dinosaurs, like dinosaurs now are different than dinosaurs of my childhood. Mm -hmm. It's like how kids learn new math these days where you're like, <laughs> I don't know how, like kids learn math in a different way. That's just different. They learn about dinosaurs as if they were birds. And I'm just. I agree with you because the more pictures I see of dinosaurs, they all look like they have feather boas, like they're in a, a New York drag competition. <laughs> yeah, where they yeah. All have the yeah. they're in a cabaret show for now. sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, uh, she had a second sighting um, while she was in an Uber, but the driver didn't see how convenient, right? Um, mm -hmm. She saw the same crested head creature flying through the sky, um, which is pretty interesting. She what are the chances of you seeing it twice, though, and other people not? Anyway, okay. I, I, had, Maybe a, it's I, I had something her. mean to say. Yeah, I had something mean to say. Where... Reminds me of my girlfriend in high school. I was the only one to saw her. <laughs> she totally exists, though. She's real. <laughs> I mean, let's just suspend our disbelief for a second, though, and think about, like, okay, if there is some kind of creature that's unexplained, whether it's a true dinosaur or just something that's like not discovered or not like studied uh i guess if she's like if it's based near her home i guess it's likely that she could mm. see it more than once yeah if it's nest nested or whatever near her house yeah yeah that's true also I, like probably like you did matt like if i saw something fucked up someplace you bet i'm gonna be having my eyes peeled Start every time out. i'm near there yeah yeah so uh did they say what part of north carolina did i miss that near raleigh near raleigh okay so Raleigh's like a big city, right? Is it a really? Yeah, it's a really big city. And it's within an hour of like Duke and the University of North Carolina, they call it the Triangle because it's like Silicon Valley ran out of space. So they went to North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Or Google stores some of its servers. I know that much. So you think maybe it's like an experiment from what? <laughs> Gone wrong from Google? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I just, I just watched The Invisible Man yesterday, uh, the newer one. And now I'm like, I'm you like oh, that? totally is. Have you seen that yet, Alyssa? <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh my God, you have to see it. It is so upsetting. <laughs> the stuff that happens. Did you like it? Yeah, I absolutely loved it. Person I uh, watched it with told me to calm down oh. <laughs> repeatedly. Oh. <laughs> I was is it because of the part it. with her sister? I don't want to ruin, I don't want to spoil. But was it the sister part? Because that part made me blow my mind. Sorry, listeners, it's probably sex. It was, it was about every three months. Yeah. <laughs> It's very good. Would rec highly recommend for anyone that likes to be scared. And it just came out on HBO. Oh, I got it on HBO. Down. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, which I only have because it's free for like a month or two. So. <laughs> oh, wait. Is that the one with um, Elizabeth Moss? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I had a plan to go see that with my friend before COVID because it was like coming out right at the beginning. So yeah, mm -hmm. that's one that I definitely do want to see. Interesting. Would okay, recommend. Same, same thing with us. I think it was the week that they shut everything down. It was supposed to come out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had plans. I was ready. I was like, oh, I'm going to get some nachos. <laughs> great. 
Yeah. But okay, it's good. worth it. Okay, I, that's that's good because I couldn't tell if I was just bidding, like buying into the hype of the trailer at the time or if it was like probably a really good movie. Do you know what I mean? That's no, like, awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. that's good to know. I'm glad. What were we talking about? Oh, the pterodactyl. The one thing too that I was going to say is, yeah, oh, what if it's just some kind of like new way of carrier pigeon it's just like carrier pigeons 2.0 right like yeah they're, <laughs> they're, they're evolving they're like every we know the u.s postal service it's going downhill we need to find new ways to get people invested so that's my thought i think that would make even more sense considering uh look at that we're going to tie everything together yeah. because we're talking about the silicon valley companies that are moving to that region maybe it's a variation of a drone yeah mm. Ooh. And, oh, that's a pterodactyl instead of delivering someone Dang, some, like, that would be awesome that would be cool because i i don't know if you guys had heard i've heard a couple places there about in japan that robot that they built the gundam factory um it's like a toy like a transformer type thing i think toy they built a 60 foot robot that what? it's just like a, a marketing stunt. yeah also like <laughs> i mean lots of people are making jokes like Japan, like if anybody's gonna put together like a larger than life like monster that could tear down like the city, it would be Japan. And then, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but I do think that's a fair assessment. Honestly, mm. yeah. So the thought of it being like a really fun drone is exciting. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, because drones are kind of boring looking, like the hovercraft, just whatever. Like, yeah, they're boring. Well, fun. Do something on it. Make a dragon out of it, or <laughs> make it look like an old school UFO and just mess with everybody. Oh, oh that would be you know with the dome. I yeah. would even put a little green guy. In the <laughs> that would be so really sell it. That would be fun. Heck Do yeah. you remember? Um, and then the aliens are like, finally, we can just like nobody will suspect. <laughs> Everyone will think we're a drone. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember, did you guys ever watch the TV show Monster Quest on the History Channel? I remember the name of it, but I didn't watch it. A couple episodes. Yeah, they did like cryptid hunting, but each episode was a different kind of cryptid. And it was a little more in-depth documentary style. So it was, um, and it was before like the ancient aliens, like craze and stuff like that. So it was interesting. Um, But they did have the one episode about the flying humanoids, where in... Mexico or South America? Yes, I know what you're talking about. With like the witch, they thought the witch was like circling Mm -hmm. the town, but it could have also just been like a bunch of balloons on a stick that just like (laughs) floated out or like in a trash bag that floated out. (laughs) I love the like dichotomy, whatever you want to call it, where they're like, it could be this or it could be this harmless balloon. Like it's always (laughs) something. (laughs) So I think that I would like a drone that looks like a witch, just like circling the town on a broom. I think that would be a good, good way to go. (laughs) Uh, The woman, Cynthia, who had the two sightings near Raleigh, she said that her mother and uncle had also seen pterodactyl looking creatures as well. When they were younger, Uh, they were playing Mm. at her grandmother's house when um, they had this sighting. And they really didn't talk about it until later. So, you know, Cynthia even said as a vet tech, she didn't believe them for the longest time until she saw it. So serves her right for not believing her mother. (laughs) How dare she? (laughs) In Charlotte, North Carolina, a man and his cousin saw something that looked kind of like a dragon. And the man said, it looked like what I saw in the Jurassic Park movie. In Asheville, North Carolina, a lady saw a huge black winged creature that flew very low over her car. It didn't have any feathers, but it had very sharp features, huh. like shaped features. In Jacksonville, North Carolina, an eyewitness saw something huge flying in the sky. 
quote, it looks like a palish green white with smooth skin. It didn't appear to have any feathers and had a tail with a diamond shape on the end. Uh, well, that sounds like a plank. Yeah. <laughs> smooth, shiny. <laughs> no no feathers. I mean, I have no feathers, right? So. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, basically, there's a lot of different accounts of people saying that they've seen dinosaurs. Pterodactyls tend to be a really common one, especially I remember the first time I ever heard of this, there were some sightings near New Guinea of things that they couldn't explain that seemed like pterodactyls. But I want to share with you this map that we're going to put in the show notes. Ooh, I love picture evidence. Let's see it. Do you see this map here? <laughs> what? Yes. So some of the states with the most reported sightings of pterodactyl-like creatures are Hawaii, California. Uh, that's not Nevada. What is that? Utah. <laughs> I, I would have figured it out. <laughs> Texas, Georgia, North Carolina, and Virginia. Surprisingly, we're... Um, Meg, where we usually are in Pennsylvania, there's between six to eight sightings wow, of uh, pterodactyls. Yeah, so, so yeah, of ter- of pterodactyls. Uh, what is okay? Pterodactyls. Is this creatures. in a year? So, like nine sightings in a year ever? No, I think this is ever. I think this is like reported yeah. cases. Okay. Huh. I mean, it's from a reputable source. It's from flyingcreature.com. oh yeah (laughs) it's hard being a paranormal podcast because every single site we have we have to be like please just go with it (laughs) well what's the the matt cartwell that's duke duke university that's right by raleigh that's Mm -hmm. a real place yeah and he's saying it's not impossible yeah but But highly highly unlikely okay well i just read the next sentence In lots of terms of life, I just ask people to read a second sentence. Like whenever they post something online, we're like, check this out. I'm like, okay, read one more sentence. And then if you read one more okay? sentence after that, though, he goes on to say, I can't believe that if there were living uh, pterosaurs in North America, three centuries of naturalist explorers, farmers, hunters, trappers, and biologists would have never run across a single specimen living or dead. I rank it as being slightly more probable than living unicorns in Raleigh or Durham, but only slightly. Okay, well, we don't need haters on this podcast. Yeah, he's so. just a wet boy. He's, he's a professor cares. emeritus, right? Emeritus. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. You know, he felt real good saying it too. He felt he felt like he was being funny. Like it was a fun little quip. He's, he's like, like, yeah, and a unicorn. Unicorns. <laughs> If you read two more sentences, though, you do see him admit that there's definitely lizard men and big feet in uh, in North Carolina. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Your face was very genuine. For a second, I thought you were being serious, and then I knew it was too good to be true. That's how everything goes for me. (laughs) I was like, I want it to be real. Oh, it's not real. It's a joke, damn it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so I think that I would like to see a dinosaur. If you could see any kind of animal that was extinct, what animal would you want to see dodo bird i was thinking dodo bird would be pretty good because they're cute Um, and dumb i don't want to see a dinosaur i don't want to die that's how like jumanji starts you say i wish i could see a (laughs) t-rex and then there goes your house i bet there's a more adorable animal though that we just don't know about yeah that's what I want. Whatever the cutest, the cutest animal ever created. Oh, you gotta just say about. baby. Oh, you just put baby in front oh, of it. Everything's immediately cute. cuter. Oh, a baby little do- dodo bird. I bet you it's like ugly. I bet you it's like featherless. 
One of my friends, I do a top 25 list mm-hmm. randomly on Facebook. It's usually, oh, what we did. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. 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 Um, I have one saved that eventually will come out. It is the top 25 cutest baby animals. Oh, I love That's that. Who's By the way, can, can humans, you... not in the top 25. <laughs> not in the top. Not even close. 250 in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, no. they're gross looking. <laughs> yeah, they're not cute. They I think know. I'd like to see a Triceratops. Really? Yeah. I mean, they're kind of like crazy hippos. Like hippos no. are horrifying and dangerous. So I feel like I could manage a Triceratops sighting, right? Mm. Like mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're mostly herbivores or omnivores, but they're not going to hunt me the way right. they like. But they can still hurt you. I mean, oh, definitely. Happen. Yeah. I always loved long necks. Bron- what are they called? Bronchitis? Brontosaurus, but then it came out recently that they might not be real, right? There was this this big rush to discover as many dinosaurs as possible once they started finding bones, and these two professors were, like, competing. So they just started, like, not intentionally making stuff up, but in their haste. Like, like just mixing just, up all the bones. Yeah. Like, I don't know where it goes. Anyway, that's a story I listened to on a podcast, like, a year ago. So the details might be fuzzy, but that's what I heard is that long necks might not be real. Well, Andrew Carnegie. That's uh, yeah, I he, think that's one of the guys. <laughs> he was the one giving all the money because mm-hmm. he spent the second half of his life wanting to give stuff away for educational purposes, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And uh, he—that's why uh, Pittsburgh, for whatever reason, well, that's where he lived. Um, they have a ton of dinosaur bones because he said, "I will pay top dollar." So I get what you mean. There were probably people like, ah, yeah, the there are people like competing to like get stuff, get get that stuff home. Yeah, but if they were real, I think it'd be fun to see them. They seem so cute. I mean, there's other long-necked dinosaurs than just the brontosaurus, right? Because the brachiosaurus is technically different. Mm. Also, I'm I just googled it. We do see that uh, some studies say it is actually legitimate. Um, Yay! Good news. Yeah, because in 2012, people were saying it didn't exist, and then in 2015, they're like, actually, I think it's real after all. But also, like, uh, plesiosaurs are the ones with the flippers that they thought Nessie was, and they have a longer neck, too, so. Mm, those are cool. Take it back. I would want to see the Loch Ness Monster. A Nessie? That's who I want to see, yeah. yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Cool. How cute would a baby Nessie be? Adorable. Adorable. Yeah. If you could, like, hold it size, like a medium-sized dog size, I would die. <laughs> I think that's a I child's w- movie. Is it? I think is there's it? a movie that's like that where it's like, yes. yeah. Um, uh, it's in the bathtub. I'm yeah. not going to be able to Yeah, but, but I can imagine it too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, well, will, I will tell you a little sneak preview of this top 25 cutest babies. And I didn't realize how cute they were until recently, but I'm sure it's similar to this. A baby manatee <gasps> is way more adorable than you think. I, gotta go this. I need to see the two. Real strong. <laughs> oh, manatees are pretty cute. <gasps> oh my God. This one's waving. That is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire yeah. life. Their little tongues stick out sometimes. Do you have a lot of those like uh, little monkeys on the list? Um, well, yes, I do. Um, Some okay, little monkeys this... are very cute. As Gibbon is uh, one of my favorite animals. It's also my uh, workout goal uh, is to look <laughs> like a gibbon. Because they have really defined shoulders and then they're super lanky and long mm-hmm. and have giant hands. Nice. And that's like my life goal is nice. to look like a gibbon. That's a great goal. Yeah, that's a good goal. I love that. Dang. Now I'm happy. 
<laughs> there baby, we go baby animals everybody stop what you're doing stop driving whoa <laughs> yeah don't ruin this for me this doesn't happen very often <laughs> google, baby, google baby manatee <laughs> all right heck yeah nice that was so fun Alyssa. thank you yeah. Did I, I can't wait. No, I can't okay. wait to just like hear more stories about people seeing dinosaurs. If you've seen a dinosaur, we want to know. Yeah. Yeah, let us know. That would be crazy. Get in yeah. touch. Um, the next this is the game portion. Yeah, yeah. game time. Okay, cool. So, I like games. Well, this one is it's more of a quiz for this one. I like yeah. them even more. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. Are you guys ready for the game? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's again, like I said, it's more of a quiz. <laughs> But I figured it it couldn't be more like appropriate for this episode. The quiz is from BuzzFeed. It's by Raymond sixty seven, and it's do you give off vampire energy or werewolf energy? <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna figure out if we're vampires or werewolves. Okay, so I'll ask all of us the questions, and then Alyssa, you just answer for yourself. Then obviously, Matt, I'll answer for you. So okay. the first question: Which of these words best describes you? Persistent. Loyal, brave, or curious? Loyal. I almost okay. picked loyal. I went with persistent. <laughs> I do agree for you for that. You are very like... Unrelenting honest. would be the better word. <laughs> <laughs> A force to be reckoned with, yeah. Um, Just fucking nagging Alton of <laughs> No, no, yeah. Persistent has these weird negative connotations, but I, I think it's a good thing. Um, I think I'm loyal too, honestly, out of all of those, like fiercely loyal. All right, cool. So next question. What is your greatest fear? Hurting someone, being alone, failure, death. This just got so real. This is like hurting the someone. most aggressive question ever. Hurting someone. Hurting I don't, someone? I don't like that. It makes me feel bad. Oh, I think for me, I mean, obviously I don't want to hurt someone, but I also... Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not picking that one so uh <laughs> i think i guess i'll say death death is scary i'm doing hurting someone for sure because like oh, wow. i'm not like emotionally <laughs> i don't want to hurt anyone emotionally but i definitely don't want to hurt anyone physically oh yeah that's I a big fear like am i gonna hit physically. someone with a car yeah. So when you die, you really want to hurt someone as you're dying. Like yes, <laughs> I want to take them with me if I can. That is my ultimate goal. Okay, so the next question is, which image do you feel most drawn to? And the images, uh, top left, is a man holding like a fire. What are the fire sticks called, guys? Help me out. Torch. A torch. torch? Yeah. <laughs> a man in like a tomb holding a torch. Then there's a full moon. Then there's a nice kind of misty, wooded, but still dark area. Then there's a a crowd. I almost gave like my opinion of the picture, but there's a blood red image with a crowd of people. Then there's a nice daytime cemetery picture, or it looks like everyone's sitting around a campfire. Which do we mm. prefer? To just most drawn to. Yeah. Mm. Oh gosh, this is hard. <laughs> They're also scary. I guess honestly, I will say the moon. The moon. But more honestly, on the far right-hand side, there's an advertisement of a teddy bear blowing his nose. <laughs> I am drawn to that. That's actually the real part of the quiz. This is the ad. But, but for the quiz, I will say the full moon. Let's okay, the full moon. For me, I think it's the woods. I grew up in the woods. I'm, I'm pretty country. All the other stuff seems spooky to me, while the woods just seem kind of peaceful. So that's what I'm going to go what about you, Alyssa? Campfire. There's Campfire? comfort in the middle of the woods. Okay. Best of both worlds. 
Heck yeah. Okay. I love how like aggressively personal these quiz, this quiz is. I, <laughs> when I was reading through them, I was like, this is going to be so fun. And now that I'm asking you too, I'm like, oh, this is aggressive. Okay. Anyway, next question. If you had to kill somebody in your family, who would it be? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> and how. <laughs> yeah. But for real, um, the next question is, what would you say is your worst trait? Impulsiveness, aggression, lustful, self-indulgent, hateful, or envious? Lizzy is not in here. <laughs> Lizzy yeah. like the one where I'm just like, oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what were they again? Their one impulsiveness, aggression, lustful, self-indulgent, hateful, envious. I think envious for me, it's like embarrassing to admit I'm torn between envious and impulsive because I'm very impulsive, but I think I get in my head sometimes about what other people are doing. So that's what I'm going to go with. I would still say, okay, I'm going to say lustful, but for multiple reasons, because it's like anything I like, I'm like obsessed (laughs) with, and I really, really want, so it's not just obviously the one connotation, but it's, <laughs> yes, very like every, I'm like, oh, that's great. I like it. I like it. When I'm, like, I would say that. Damn. Okay, Matt. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I totally get what you mean. And I, I get like that a little bit too, where if you find something new, you're just like, you're all in, you don't question it. Like you're, you're there for it. Yeah. I'm going to say that one. Cool. What about you, Liz? I think I want to go with self-indulgent because I think it's mostly just like, if I don't want to, I'm not gonna. I think that's like I think that's what I'm coming to learn about myself in quarantine where I'm just like Mm -hmm. oh okay (laughs) right I I would have loved when you did self-indulgent if you would have gave us a 20 minute reason why (laughs) (laughs) just going into it (laughs) I mean I bought a family-sized box of Count Chocula cereal And I'm like, I'm going to just buy two more boxes before the season is over. (laughs) The thing that's messed up about the what would you say is your worst trait is I could make it like an argument that I have all of them. So you have to rank them. That's the thing. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, wait, which one am I the most? (laughs) Because I definitely will like uh, splurge on coffee. Like coffee is the one thing where I'm like, I'm just going to buy the coffee I want like expensive delivery fees. An $11 coffee. (laughs) (laughs) I've tried to make it, but I just, I'm over it, you know? (laughs) Well, whenever you all visit Southern California, there's a coffee shop in Upland, California. So that's, it's like 40 miles away from downtown LA, but it's all spooky movie themed and punk rock. I mean, so Alicia got a spooky movie. Nice. But yeah, it's my favorite. I'll drive an hour, 20 minutes. Like it's- What's it (laughs) called? Okay. Rad coffee. Rad? Like R-A-D? Yeah, R-A-D. Yeah, and they have really cool symbols. Um, Whoa. Well, we are definitely going to meet for coffee there. That sounds great. Yeah, I'm down. I would kill to go sit in a coffee shop right now. Me too. Just to try something new. Even if the coffee was bad. (laughs) Be so down for it. (laughs) Oh, but the coffee's really good. Actually, I'm... You're getting a cup of coffee. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, there nice. You go. That's their symbol. Oh, I love Uh-oh. it. I okay. For the people, obviously, it's like a skeleton greaser punk rocker. Yeah. Nice. It's their symbol. For I like the, the uh, colors too because it's orange and like bright baby blue. You don't see that very often. It's but. a strong combo. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we'll put their link in the in the show notes so people yeah, can kind of remember. There. Oh, yeah. It's their so, website's they, great. And they have specialty drinks like a Frankenstein, uh, Dracula. Like it's, oh my it's really cool. I would it's be, awesome. I would spend so, if I lived there, I would spend so much money at this they place. They have great t-shirts. Them. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I've I've ordered like that's a gift uh, I buy repeatedly. Is like their new merch. They come out like four times a year. They have them. Oh, oh cool. Oh, you would say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. That's awesome. Look at this. Look at this bag. Yeah, it's got like major like punk rock vibes. It's like the perfect combination of stuff of like everything we're into. Like oh, I want this candy and punk rock. Yeah, yeah. Damn. I'm for this. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm about it. Local coffee shops. Yeah, rad coffee. Check it out. I love the tie dye with the bob hair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever go up to the Bay Area? I've not been there yet. I mean, that was the plan for uh, yeah stuff. There's a place <laughs> in the Mission. I don't. I think it's still there. I don't know if they closed. Oh yeah, it closed. God damn it. There was That's a video cool. store called Phase. It was a video rental store. Who would have thought that would go out of business? But also, they mm-hmm. had the best iced coffee I'd ever, or best cold brew coffee I've ever had in my entire life. So you go into this weird ass video rental store, you'd like uh, buy a coffee and you could like fill out the card. But what a couple of my friends from the Bay area, I would find whenever I'd go to visit, I'd find their cards in the thing and I'd write them a note and then I'd put Aww. their card back in. Yeah, <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. The frequent buyer card. So Heck when yeah. you find good coffee, you got to stick with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. The Hilton Garden Inn in the late 2000s. This is how specific. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, like around 2011 or 2010, they had a really good house coffee. And I went. I worked at a comedy club in Minnesota and the hotel, it was Hilton Garden Inn. And I was like, man, this coffee's so great. I actually went online looking it up. And there were other people on message boards who were like, this is the best coffee. <laughs> and, they were, the coffee. <laughs> and they changed it like two years later. And so many people like we're put so it in the reviews. Yeah. They're like, she changed our coffee. I'm not coming back to this place. That's so funny. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, people are serious about their coffee. Don't mess with Cool. Let's do this next question. Okay. So how do you usually spend your Friday nights partying, staying home to binge a TV show, having a night out on the town with friends or reading at home? Not a TV show, I guess. TV show. How, what would you generally be? What's like your true, like best Friday night? Performing. Yeah. That's a (laughs) night on the town. Yeah. 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 Uh, Yeah. What would we call that then? I mean, it's kind of a night out with friends. People are my friends as long as they think I'm funny. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and if the like comics on the show are like cool, right? Like, you know how hard it is to find comedians you like. <laughs> people, <laughs> it is. <laughs> comics are not eighty percent not the best people in the world. Yeah, yeah they have a lot going on. Yeah, I don't. I've been doing it long enough that I no longer care to. To socialize the obvious thing i'm like okay the, the people the comics you connect with i love till i die mm-hmm. love them everyone else i'm like okay i'm gonna go ahead and walk <laughs> over this side of the room <laughs> i'm just gonna leave i'll Once see you, you later. get to the point where you're like oh this is these are just my co-workers <laughs> like mm-hmm. like <laughs> yeah. i love my job now and i've usually had good co-workers but i've had jobs where i've had bad co-workers and sometimes that's like some days that's how comedy feels yeah 100%. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I would say for me, staying home and binging a TV show anytime pre-COVID, post-COVID. Just really? My, yeah, because like I'm normally so much like in normal times, I'm so on the go uh-huh. that like being home is such a delight. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then like also just having the 
the luxury of sitting down like in the mental space to just watch TV because mm-hmm. I'm a busybody. I got to like move around. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, if like Matt said, if it's, if stand up is off the table, like we don't do stand up right now. I I'm embarrassed to say I'm definitely partying. <laughs> 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 I, I have like a, I don't know. I don't know if it's like, I love socializing so much. Like I used to think I was antisocial and I sort of am, but I love just be, I've realized that like, I love being out. I don't necessarily need to talk to every single person that's out at a party, but I like the noise and the sound and the exciting music. And sometimes there's games and I just like, uh, it's my favorite. I, I don't want to get too deep on this, even though the quiz is pulling this out of us. <laughs> yeah, it's the quiz's fault. Uh-huh. <laughs> but a lot of people I've met who said they were antisocial, I just don't think they had their crew. And once yeah. they found a specific audience, never mind, they are super Su- social. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think they just like, you know. Yeah. I, I think for me, it's more like, I'm not the type, when I say partying, I don't mean I like going into a room of strangers or like a big club where I don't know anyone. That's yeah. not. But you if, mean cocaine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, specifically the good stuff, cocaine. But um, no, I mean, like if it's like a, an apartment party is, I think my favorite where there's like games. I'm a big drinking game person, which people will judge me for, but whatever, I'll get over it. Um, I just think it's fun and I'm competitive and I like talking shit. So it's. I just get very excited. Can you tell the game that you play in the forest with your family? The drinking game? <laughs> okay, y'all want to judge me. That's fine. And we don't say y'all down there. I don't know. Where, I think I'm just, Matt is making my me hometown, more so. You're making me my, southern. My hometown has a water tower. It's Florence, Kentucky. It says Florence y'all. Because it's right next to <laughs> the mall. Florence y'all. That's how oh, I It is so ridiculous. I do that joke in Pennsylvania, in Arizona. Like, uh-huh. and people know this ridiculous water tower. So yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's you. But um, in my hometown, we play this drinking game called Stump. And uh, you go outside and you all stand around the stump. And you all have a nail and you kind of hammer your nail in a little bit. And the way the game works is one person has the hammer. Everyone stands back. You throw the hammer up and you catch it. (laughs) And without stopping, you can't stop. If you stop, it doesn't count. So you throw it, you catch it and you swing down and you're trying to nail in everybody else's nails. And every time it gets hit, that person has to drink. And when your nail, the nail is completely nailed into the stump, you lose and you have to finish your drink and you're done. And you want to be the person whose nail stays out the longest. So yeah, that's stump. It's It's my favorite thing. I want Meg to take me to the Poconos so badly to play this. Like, no, listen, I, I have a, okay. And Matt, you're totally welcome to this if we ever do it again, but I have like a hometown show every summer where I like, I'll be honest, like we don't make any money. We just let people come. But the whole thing is I'm like, but you got a vacation. You'll stay at my house. There's plenty of room. My parents make us food. We drink a lot. There's a lake. Yeah. There's a, we go kayaking. You know what I mean? So like my whole thing is like, I can't pay you, but if you're tired of Philly and you want to be in the nature and you don't want to have to pay like any money except getting up there, we can do it. And every year I'm I'm like, how are you finding all these stumps? Like, do you have a deforestation <laughs> program going on? Well, you can use the same Another stump. tree fell. Let's do another. Well, you What's can that? fill an entire stump with nails and it takes a very long time. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, we just reuse the same stump over and over so and over. Just, okay. Yeah. But um, the thing I was going to say to Alyssa is that everyone's like, yeah, let's play stump. I want to play stump. And then we get to the Poconos 
and no one wants to play stump they all bitch out they're all like i don't want to die <laughs> like, but stump is fun it's you just carpentry it is just yeah. carpentry <laughs> yeah so i'm all about it i'll play okay i'll, I'll play I'll, I'll try any game you don't know I'm the satisfaction of being slightly buzzed and hitting a nail with all of your power and actually getting it. Because a lot of the times you're swinging and you miss, you just hit the stump, you don't hit the nail. And that's so disappointing. But when you actually yeah, okay, connect, I've, I've worked with a lot of roofers in my mm-hmm. early life. So I know all about drunken <laughs> suburbs at 8.30 in the morning. Oh, good. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So yeah, you can tell I get very excited. I love dressing up. I love planning. I like themes. I like parties. End of story. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, yeah, I feel like comics really judge me for that, though. Like, when I got to Philly, they're kind of... You mean a comic? You, you mean there's a group of people who say they're fun, <laughs> who judge people for having fun? <laughs> I don't know where you find these people. They're so hard to find. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was surprised, too, but... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So we only actually have one more question to find out our fates. And this one is easy. It's not super personal, thankfully. <laughs> the question is, lastly, what's your favorite scary creature aside from werewolves or vampires? Bigfoot, ghosts, Loch Ness Monster, demons, zombies, or Wendigos? I have to say this. It's a hard question because I feel like some of these are scarier than others. So I'm like, what's my favorite scary Oh. creature or what is my favorite creature that's just kind of like spooky i was going creature overall mm. and it's not hard for me it's ghosts i love ghosts um, i'm gonna go ghosts ghosts my favorite scary creature is demons but my favorite just general creature is the loch ness monster so i feel oh, like yeah i'm gonna go with the classic know, so yeah because i feel like demon energy i don't need to bring that into my life maybe so <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now we have all of our results. I'm a little surprised. Alyssa, do you want to go first? And give- yeah, I'm a vampire. What? You're not yeah. a werewolf? No, I'm really surprised. Do you want me to read the description? Yeah. I don't know if it's the same. It Congratulations. You're a vampire, an undead creature of the night. You're an old soul with a pensive reflection and a seductive nature. Ooh. Unstoppable when you set your mind to something, and we advise everyone to stay out of your way. Remember... Beware of garlic and stay out of the sun. Also, avoid getting a steak stabbed into your heart. But that's pretty much good advice for anyone. <laughs> so you're a vampire. You're yeah. Not yeah. Which is weird because, you know, if I was trying to trick this quiz, I would say the answers that you gave, like, leaned werewolf, right? Yeah, I thought so. I, I liked the camping. So, I mean, self-indulgent, I can see. And persistent. Persistent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I also got vampire. So, no surprise there. <laughs> I mean, really? yeah, it's funny because I, um, I'm not going to lie. I took this quiz like two days ago and I got werewolf, but I changed <laughs> like one answer while we were doing it. Only one. And it changed it to vampire. So maybe there's just one question on this quiz that changes it up. What question did you change? Instead of, I think I did impulsive instead of uh, envious. Ah. And that was it. That was the only change interesting isn't that weird yeah yeah and guess what matt yeah you're also a vampire (laughs) (laughs) okay team vampire vampires so i guess we we yeah we're we're team edward whether we like it or not i was worried with the full moon i just went crap i think i won't be 
I thought, see, that's what I don't get. Your answer is especially like loyal. You don't want to hurt people. Like, <laughs> like I'm a dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <pretty much. laughs> I like thought it was pretty obvious that you were going to be, you know, I think, I think it's the lust one. Yeah. That mm. was the big thing of why they did vampires. Like they were like, ah, they're perverts. That was what it was. <laughs> yeah. I disagree with the quiz. I don't think you're a vampire. You give off big werewolf fives to me. <laughs> I'm a I'm a Ravenclaw. I think that's what I am. Oh, mm-hmm. is that what you are, Alyssa? I am a Ravenclaw also. I'm a Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no Gryffindors here. Gryffindors can be kind of evil too, though, right? You know what? They're jerks. Yeah, they're into themselves, is what it is. They're like they're full of pride. Yeah, yeah the more you see the show, you're like, yeah, these people. <laughs> yeah, these are these are the heroes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Now we can um what is a pack of vampires called? A coven? No, that's witches. I don't know what a pack of vampires is. Looking it up right now. Werewolves would that would just be a pack. That would right? be a pack. Yeah. Yeah. That seems it's called dead. a clutch, a brood, a pack, or a clan. Ooh. Brood. I, I like brood yeah we are now a brood of vampires cool congratulations <laughs> thank you so much for playing the game yeah you liked it i know it's more of a oh, it's fun. quiz but we learned a lot about each other it's true we, like, we grew <laughs> we grew <laughs> i have a new favorite coffee shop that i have to get to on the west coast every morning it's gonna be a whole thing <laughs> sweet matt where can people find you they can find me at mattstantoncomedy.com. I also uh, run a trivia company, totalpythonquiz.com. I do a game called Radio Bingo every Friday, live stream on Facebook. So go to facebook.com slash Comedy. I have all sorts of information. I'm also doing a new thing to break up the political stuff. I pick an artist and then I have a, a friend or a comedian, actor, and we pick one band and we do a top 25 of that discography. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah, I love those lists. I love judging all your friends. <laughs> like, I don't know. That wasn't a good pick. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And uh, for where you can find me, you can find me on Twitter at Meg Gets Money, Gets spelled G O E T Z. And that's it's the same for Instagram. So follow me there and post tons of spooky stuff all the time. Yeah. And uh, you can find me at Alyssa Truz on all the things. But I also have been buying a lot of tarot decks during quarantine. You have? (laughs) Yeah, I just got two in today. I'm sharing my tarot stuff on my other Instagram account, Variegated Reticulated. Also, I have another gecko. So I have new geckos and new tarot decks that I share on that site. You got the new one? Yeah, it's a baby. It's a little baby. So little. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks a bunch. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. Oh, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Find us at the places you get podcasts and subscribe. Visit our website at realchillspodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at realchillspodcast. Do you know someone who should be on Real Chills? Go to realchillspodcast.com slash submit and tell us more. Special thanks to Valerie Demamber McShane. Artwork by Libby Rundell. Music by Sam Williamson. Real Chills Podcast is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Truskowski. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information and links to other shows, please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com slash podcasts.